today we're going to be talking about, this is the fifth uh, uh, installment of our series about, about being strong, about being stronger, about empowering our future. And uh, I believe this is a time when God is speaking to us about getting stronger. And I, I'm saying God is speaking to us. I don't mean that this is just going to be another sermon, another series. Don't just think it like that. I really believe that as I stand here today, as I was really praying and seeking God, and, you know, I really felt the Lord say, you know, this is not just another sermon. This is something I am speaking to the church, individually to people. Just like when Jesus spoke to two churches in the book of Revelation, and to one of them he said, I know that, that uh, you are not very strong, or, or you're strong, you are weak. And then to another church, he said, he said, strengthen what remains. You know, the same way, you know, the Holy Spirit spoke to the church of, of the Hebrews in, in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 12 and 13. And God said to them, you know, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. It's still the same Jesus, same Holy Spirit that spoke to the Ephesians. You know, in Ephesians 6 and said, you know, be strong in the Lord. In the power of his might. You know, I believe that if there's one thing that God is saying right from the early pages of this Bible when God said to Joshua, be strong and of good courage. To the end of this book there in Revelation where God is saying to the church, you know, strengthen what remains. I believe God is saying to us in 2021, right now, right here in Roeville, God is saying to you and me, be strong. Amen. This is a time for you to be strong. You know, in the last days, perilous times will come, the Bible says. And you know, God is looking for a people who are strong. Not kind of a wishy-washy, you know, kind of, you know, half-hearted, uh, no passion, no strength, you know. Uh, but, but God is looking for a people who are strong in these last days. Amen? And I believe, and God said to me, you know, it's not just a, it's not just a sermon. It's a message. And, you know, I could go right down and sit down because that's the message. <laughs> that's what God wants you to know. That's what God sent me here to this pulpit this morning to say to you that, you know what, be strong. Amen. So, but I've got a few more things to say to you today just to emphasize that thought today. Amen. Be strong. Um, I want, um, you know... Um, as we continue our study in, in becoming, becoming strong in 2021, we need to ask ourselves these questions, you know, in light of what we've studied and all the things we've heard in this series, this is now number five, you know, am I strong in that sense? Am I strong? Is my relationship with God strong? Is my faith strong? Is my prayer life strong? I mean... Are you getting answers to your prayers? Because that's a really good indication of, how, of the strength of your prayer life. Are you getting answers to your prayers? And today I would like to share with you something that I found that is absolutely crucial, absolutely crucial in, uh, uh, in how to become strong. And uh, this is, and, and, and that is consistency. And I want to talk to you today about the power of consistency, one of the most important keys that will put you in, in a place of, of strength is consistency. Amen. So I want to take you. I want to take you to 
a scripture in, um, in the book of Genesis chapter 49. And I said this theme is right from Genesis Revelation. We're going to go into Genesis 49. But I, I just want to say that, you know, we've lived through 12 months of disruption. A disruption is really the opposite of consistency. But I really believe it's time for us to embrace consistency. And um, in all my years of serving God as a pastor, you know, I have, I have observed people who are strong. I've observed people who, are, who flourish spiritually, who do well, who advance in their walk with God. That you look at them and where they are today is not where they were 10 months ago. They're stronger. They're more accurate in their prayers. They're, they have more revelation. They've got more passion for Jesus. And uh, I've seen people like that. I've seen people that uh, in spite of what happens to them, it doesn't defeat them. It just makes them stronger. It makes them even more resilient and more passionate. And, um, and they bounce back and uh, with enough uh, encouragement uh, to spare. I've, I've seen people like that. But I've also seen people in all the years of being in the ministry who don't do well, don't ever seem to do well, that never seem to grow in God, never seem to grow in, their, in revelation of the word, in in strength, I, I, I've seen people through the years, in all the years of being a pastor, so I'm not talking to anyone specifically here this morning, I've been at this for 30 years, and, but anyway, but I've seen people who, you know, by the reason of, of their walk with God and the years they walk with God, they should, be, they should have been by now teachers of the word, but they're still babies. I still have to wipe their little bottom and change their diapers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I do sometimes in a spiritual sense. Uh, but, you know, I, I've seen, and, and I believe that a lot of people struggle, and uh, I think probably what accounts for their state is, is of, of arrested development, spiritually speaking, or is, is sometimes a lack of consistency. They never stick to the plan long enough. They're kind of on and off. They have a switch in their lives. They turn Jesus on, they turn Jesus off. They turn attendance on, they turn attendance off. They turn reading the Bible on, they turn reading the Bible off. And I, I really want to, as your pastor, I really want, not just because I don't want to stop um, cleaning people's bottoms. and, and, and uh, but Okay, that's, I, I love babies in Christ. But when, when people are, have, should have known a little bit better and just still doing that, I mean, I think it's time to grow, amen, and I think it's time to embrace a life of consistency. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you for being gracious this morning. Uh, those of you who clap, those who didn't, didn't clap, it's because you're so convicted. You're like. <laughs> All right. So, but I really believe that adjustment, and adjustment in this area can absolutely transform anyone's life. I mean, it is transformational, what I'm talking about this morning, consistency. And as we see today, consistency is one of the most important keys to spiritual growth, to experience breakthrough, and to walk in the strength of God. You know, consistency is a deliberate effort to stay the course, to be steady, to be unchangeable, to be immovable, to be constant, to be firmly fixed in a position, and not be moved by that position. Amen. So that's what I want to talk to you today about. And I want to talk to you, and I, I, could, I could entitle this message, A Tale of Two Brothers. Because I want to talk about two brothers from the same father, two brothers, but with completely two different um, um, lives. 
And I want to talk to you about Reuben, and I want to talk to you about Joseph. And right now, the, the scripture that we're about to read, their father, the great, the great patriarch Jacob, is about to uh, die, is about to expire, and, and knowing that, he's, he calls all of his children, and he's about to pray a blessing for them and to prophesy over them. So he goes through all the children, but this is what he says to Joseph. He says, Joseph is a fruitful bough, a fruitful bough by a well or by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers have bitterly grieved him, shot at him, and hated him. But his, his bow remained in strength. And the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From there is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. And then in verse 25, he speaks a blessing over him. But I want to talk about these two brothers. Number one, consistent Joseph. Joseph is described here by his father as someone flourishing, someone doing well. Joseph, in verse 22, it says, is a fruitful bough uh, by a well. His branches run over the wall. I mean, he's, he's doing well. He's flourishing. He's expanding. He's growing. And Joseph was doing well, but that was not because he didn't have any problems in his life and he was never attacked. No, Joseph was someone that actually carried a very strong dream that brought jealousy and brought... Uh, attack against his life. Verse 23, the archers have bitterly uh, grieved him, shot at him, and hated him. You know, so, so he was doing well in spite of what came against him. So if someone does well when they experience hardship, you know that they're doing really, really well. Amen. Verse 24, his bow remained in strength or, or intention. Have you ever done a bit of archery? It takes a lot of strength to actually get the string up to that point where it's in tension, and, and it's, it takes a lot of strength to actually keep it there, to keep it in tension. He said, uh, uh, his bow remained in strength, and the arms of his hands were made strong, even in a moment where his, his energy has been wasted, but he's, he's still strong because of the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. Amen. So this is a story about strength. It's a story about someone who is walking in the strength of God in spite of the attacks, in spite of the arrows that come against him, in spite of all the stuff that's coming against him. He still has strength to do what he does because, you know, he has the, the arms of the mighty God of Jacob around him. What a picture of strength. But the key word here is the word remind. Everyone say remind. Remind Joseph. Didn't quit. Joseph remained. He remained the same. He remained strong. He remained faithful to the assignment God had given him. He remained pursuing the dream that one day God gave him. And he was never moved from the source of his strength, the mighty God of Jacob. He was never moved. That's why he remained. That's why he had staying power. Verse 22 says that he remained like a branch by the well or, or by the spring. He knew where his strength came from. He knew how to stay strong. And he would not move away from the source of his strength. He knew that it wasn't because he went to the gym and worked down and he was really good at this. It was because of the strong arms of the mighty God of Jacob 
Amen. So he was connected. He was plugged into God. He, he, he didn't have an on and off switch. He, just, he was just consistently walking with God. And so when people didn't understand his dream, he stayed by the well. When he was falsely accused in Potiphar's house, he stayed by the well. When he was in prison, he stayed by the well. When he experienced favor and success with Pharaoh, he still stayed by the well. Sometimes people think, well, now I'm successful. I, I ne never unplugged yourself. The Bible says it is, it is God in Deuteronomy. It is God who gives you the power to get wealth. Amen. So both in, in, in attack or in prosperity, let's remember where we get it from, where we get the strength from, and he stayed connected. When the arrows of the enemy came, he stayed by the well. He did not lack staying power. He didn't change course. He was constant. He was unwavering. He knew his identity. He embraced his assignment. And he was never moved from God uh, and the God, the mighty hands of God. Joseph's life is such an example of stability, of consistency, and of the blessings and of the strength that come as a result. Amen. And I tell you what, in a year that changed so much, the greatest challenge to many has been consistency. Some have drifted away from the well and the mighty God of Jacob. And the word of the Lord to you and me is to return to the place of con consistency and spiritual stability. Amen? Hallelujah. So it's a tale of two brothers. On one hand is Joseph, but really, on the other hand, is Reuben. And Reuben, uh, Reuben this, is, this is interesting what, uh, what Jacob spoke over Reuben, uh, Genesis 49 verse 4 says, unstable as water, he shall not excel. Wow. I mean, Reuben was actually the firstborn. He should have got the, the blessing. But the blessing didn't come to Reuben. The blessing came to Joseph. The blessing didn't come to Reuben because Reuben was unstable as water. But Joseph was solid as a rock. Now, I tell you what, there's always a blessing for consistency, for being solid as a rock, for sticking to the plan, for going all the way with Jesus. Come on. Amen. Come on. Help me, help me preach here today. So he said about his own son, he said, unstable as water, you shall not excel. Unstable means uncertain, unreliable, always changing, unpredictable, fluid, wobbly. These are all synonymous. Lacking substance. Someone unstable cannot be trusted with an assignment. Cannot be trusted with a dream. Cannot be trusted with a blessing. That's why it was Joseph who had the assignment. And it was Joseph who had the blessing. And it was Joseph who had the dream. Amen. It was not. It should have come to the firstborn. It should have come to Reuben. But Reuben was unstable as water, and his father said, you shall not excel. You know, uh, Joseph has had some real stick ability and was blessed, but Reuben was unstable, and he, and he could not excel. You know, Proverbs 24, 21 says this. It says in the second part, it says, do not associate to those given to change. You know, I love Proverbs because Proverbs is good practical advice to our lives, amen, to real life. And he says, you know what? 
Stay away from someone who's like that, unstable as water, someone given to change. One, today's one thing, tomorrow's another thing, and, and they're unpredictable, unreliable. Uh, you know, don't associate yourself with someone like that, but stick to someone who sticks to the plan of God, who sticks to God. Amen. Come on, somebody help me preach today. Come on. Francis, are you there? Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So Joseph had some real stickability. He was blessed, but Reuben, Reuben was unstable, and he was not going to excel. Unstable as water, you shall not excel. Unstable as water, you shall not grow. Unstable as water, you shall not be strong. Amen. If I, I you know, one thing that I've always been consistent and I love is, is to go to the gym. Uh, as you know, I've got these muscles. No, I'm just joking. But I'm not, I'm not, not one of those. <laughs> but... And it really bugged me, you know, for during the COVID thing, not being able to go to the gym. Number one, because I actually love, if I commit to something, I love to stick to it. I don't, I don't like to commit, you know, to be half-hearted about something. And, you know, but one of the things about going to the gym and, you know, going back is I realized, you know, how much strength I had. I, I, you know, I, I thought, well, I used to lift this and, and now I have to go back to the little weights. You know, it's embarrassing. Let me go to the ladies' gym because they all... I'll look strong in the ladies' gym. Oh, you know. <laughs> it can actually be a bit intimidating. You go to the, the guys and they're all like, oh, you know. They have this, oh, you know. <laughs> and you have to lift this a little. But just because, you know, something where I was consistent, it was, it was just interrupted. And so with God, I mean, it's like that. We need to get our strength back, amen. Get our faith back. Get our whatever we've lost. We know we're going to get it back in Jesus' name and get stronger and stronger and stronger. We're going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in the spirit, amen. Oh, hallelujah. Rainbow. You know, you cannot be inconsistent and expect to be strong and succeed. Inconsistency will never lead to success. You know, a company may have a great business plan, but without a consistent product, it will fail. You know, an athlete will never excel if they don't stick to a consistent routine of, of training. A family will not ever do well if they're unstable and always changing. You know, we will never do well spiritually if our relationship with God is unstable. We know specific times to read the Bible, to commune with God, and, and we don't keep our spiritual disciplines going, you know what, we, we will not do well. Unstable as water, you will not excel. According to Jesus, we cannot expect to grow in strength and do well if we do not abide in Him and, and have His words abide in us. And I love the word abide because the word abide is not the word visit. It's the word abide. It, it's another synonymous for, or another word for consistency. It's to be with Jesus. And if you want to excel and be strong, then you have to embrace consistency. You have to speak to the plan, whether you feel it or not. You know, you just have to go. You know, someone said that success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. In other words, what you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. Amen. How many of you have tried to... Um, if, if try to lose weight by skipping your favorite meal once every fortnight, it's just not going to work. <laughs> Amen. It's just not going to work. 
It's, it's what you do day in and day out. It's the sum of the, all, the, all that effort of your consistency. And then over a period of time, you reach your goals. You achieve what you want to achieve. You see, being, being um, unstable can actually interfere with our prayer life and can actually be the root of unanswered prayer. Is that in the Bible? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question. James 1, 6 to 8, it says, But let him ask with faith, with no doubting. For he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he'll receive anything from the Lord. For he is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Wow, again, unstable, unstable, unstable. Reuben the unstable. And, and you know, when, that's why it used again the example of water, a, a waves tossed to and fro. He says, you know, it's not going to work like that. Unstable as water. You know, it being a, like a wave tossed by the wind is another picture of what it means to be unstable as water. We need to be single-minded and focused about getting stronger in God. Amen, church? In First Kings 12, 18 verse 21 says this, Elijah went before the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, then follow him. If Baal is God, then follow him. It's like, it's like be consistent in your allegiance. It's a matter, like last week, Pastor Alexander, she did a great job about, with that word about loyalty. How many of you, amen, wasn't that a great word? But you know, here's, here's another example of loyalty. You know, he's basically saying, you know, when he, why will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. In other words, be consistent in your loyalty. Don't waver. Don't have one foot in the world, one foot in the church. Don't, don't have, I mean, just, you know what? I, I wouldn't say go one way or the other. Just, I would say come to Jesus, come to, you know, walk with him, amen. But be consistent in your walk with him. James 1.17 says every good gift and every, in fact, God is consistent. God is a consistent God. It's, and the Bible says, James 1, uh, 17 says, Every good gift, every perfect gift is from the Father above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation, there's no shadow of turning. In other words, God is like clockwork, is, is faithful, is, is consistent. Malachi 3, 6 says, I am the Lord, I do not change. Psalm 102 verse 27 says, you are the same. You are the same and your ears have no end. You are the same. You know, Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's why we can trust in him. That's why we can have faith in God because God can be relied upon. He is consistent. He is constant. He does not change. I'm amazed that people are always changing. And then they throw in the God told me. You know, okay, I, okay I, God told me. God tells us stuff all the time. Thank God God speaks to us. But you know, I mean, God is not going to change his mind every second day. And, and God told me this, and three days later, no, I'm not doing that anymore. That season is over. I'm now, I've moved on to God told me to. And, and I'm like, I mean, listen, that's not the character of God. That's not the character of God. You know, we should judge, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, what we perceive as guidance from the Lord, whether there is a consistency in the voice of God. Amen. Otherwise, maybe just be our hyperactive brain. 
our ADD brain. <laughs> Amen. Now, the call to consistency. God calls us to be, to be planted by the well. Amen. J Jacob said to his son that he was like a, a tree planted by the well. You know, the Bible says in Psalm 92, 13, those who are planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. So all that sap that is in God, all that energy, all that power that is in God, all that will make you strong will depend on your, where you know, your roots are. It, it would be crazy to plant something in your garden and just keep uprooting it and planting it in some other place in the garden. You know, just, that plant would not do well. But a plant that is planted in the same spot, you know, a branch that is by the well uh, will do well. Now, steadfastness. They're synonymous words of the, of the word consistency that we find right through the Bible. For instance, the word steadfastness. How many verses in the Bible about steadfastness? About being immovable. About constancy about having patience, about perseverance, about, you know, um, I just lost where I was. But anyway, it was good. But maybe it's time to move on. Okay, the next one. <laughs> Another word that describes well consistency is the word continue. Continue. In actual fact, in 2018, I did a series of messages that you can go to our archives and, and go through them again. A, a, a series of messages that I entitled, To Be Continued. To Be Continued. You know, because our walk with God, there has to be a continuity about our walk with God. Romans eleven twenty two says, continue in God's goodness. Colossians 1, 23 says, continue in the faith and not be moved away from the hope you have received. Colossians 4, 2 say, says, continue earnestly in prayer. 1 Timothy 4.16 says, continue in the good doctrine that you have received. Hebrews 13.1 says, continue in brotherly love. God wants continuity in our relationship with Him and how we give ourselves to spiritual things. Continuity in your study of the Word. Continuity. You have to invest in your personal growth in God. You know, Acts chapter 2 verse 42 says this, and they continued steadfastly, steadfastly, persistently, constantly. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. In other words, they were consistent doing the basics. And, I, and you know what? This is not rock science. You know, how do you become stronger in God? Do the basics and do them every time and be consistent about them and you will grow in strength. Amen, church? Come on, you're getting a bit silent on me this morning. Come on, hallelujah. It's all about the basics. Jesus said in Luke 18, verses 1 and 3, Jesus said, Jesus told them a story showing that it was necessary for them to pray consistently and to never quit. Pray consistently. You know, Ephesians 6, 18 saying, pray always. Ephesians 6, 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. There, so there has to be this sense of continuity, of constancy. You know, uh, uh, um, 
1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. So all of these things are never to cease. We're never to unplug ourselves from them. There has to be a continuity, a constancy. You know, Daniel prayed three times a day. There was a, a consistency in, the, in his relationship with God. We also did a series about Daniel. 1 Corinthians 15.58 says this. says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be immovable, always abounding, not, not occasionally, not, not once in a while, but, but always abounding in the work of the Lord. You know, we should all be about the work of the Lord. By the way, we need volunteers in the church. So if, you, if you're like, how can I abound in the work of the Lord? Well, come and talk to one of us. Come and talk to Pastor Mike or Pastor Josh or Pastor Victor, one of us, and just say, hey, I want to always, I want to be consistent in this area. I want to abound in the work of the Lord. And you know, in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, we saw that the early church did not forsake the assembling of themselves together, but they continued steadfastly, steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in fellowship. How important it is to stay in fellowship. Hallelujah.